the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier Infinity System. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient. Reduce your oil bill. By as much as 90%, they have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Cary Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL. System replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. Think to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is dipietro.com. Joining me right now covers Rhode Island for the Boston Globe. There's Dan McGowan. And Dan, uh, although the results in Georgia, not 100%, but looking pretty certain, and it would certainly seem that, boy, Rhode Island Senator Jack Reed is uh, is poised for a huge role in the U.S. Senate. Yeah, I mean, if what we think uh, happens or is going to happen ends up coming to fruition, of course, we already know that, uh, you know, we already know one race appears to be decided. What we're all waiting on is, John Ossoff, if he'll if he'll win, uh, and if that's the case, if the Democrats have the majority uh, in the Senate with Kamala Harris as the tie-breaking vote, it would appear that Jack Reed will be the chairman of Armed Services, which is probably the most or second most powerful committee uh, in the U.S. Senate. You could argue appropriations, but um, you know it's the committee that that Reed has been. Uh, really uh, uh, eyeing for a really long time. Remember, I mean, Jack Reed has been in the running to be defense secretary, you know, in the past. And part of the decision-making is, you know, at the time that was under Barack Obama, at the time you you think, well, you're going to be here for only a couple more years. I have a chance to be the chairman of a major committee. You have to, you know, weigh those things. And it looks like uh, things are going to pay off for Senator Reed. And that's a big thing for Rhode Island. Remember, the defense industry is a major part of our economy. Uh, you know, this could mean jobs. It could mean money. And most importantly for Senator Reid, it means, the, you know, he becomes really the highest profile uh, elected official in our state, even more so than the governor, quite frankly. 
Yeah. Wow. No, it's incredible. And this all comes at the same time, not related, but <clears throat> excuse me, his chief of staff, Ray Simone, who I've considered for a long time. I, I think Ray is the best if you're going to have a chief of staff. Um, and suddenly he's been with Reed since 91 when Reed went to Congress, but suddenly he's decided to make a change. And, um, and again, I, I in no way believe it's related, but um, that's very dramatic that, at the same time, he's losing his current chief of staff. Yeah, you got to wonder, and, and you're right. I mean, look, uh, you, I think you probably know Ray Simone than I do, but Ray Simone's reputation, you know, for listeners out there, is he's as hand as there is behind the scenes in Rhode Island politics. Uh, and you have to wonder, you know, as he, as he was thinking about, do I go jump over to Joe Jacarci to become the chief of staff there again? A very tough job also. Uh, you know, you wonder if he maybe wakes up and he's kicking himself a little bit because suddenly Jack Reed, uh, you know, who's always uh, Jack Reed has always been, an, you know, an important figure in Washington. But suddenly he's an incredibly important figure. And you wonder if Ray Simone's maybe kicking himself just a little bit. Hmm. Uh, you're right. No connection. It has nothing to do. One has nothing to do with the other. But, uh, you know, I think Shikarchi and Ray have been pretty close for a really long time. And Joe Shikarchi's trying to kind of change the image somewhat of the state house so bringing someone like simone is a uh you know it's probably a smart move it would at least appear to be but uh again yeah i think it's it's almost bittersweet for ray simone today i think folks we're speaking with dan mcgowan of the boston globe uh dan you know it is interesting because sakachi although ray may not be known to a lot of people um in political circles you know you think of sometimes the chief of staff i think people would be hard-pressed the regular person to name, you know, who's Governor Mundo's chief right. of staff. Mayor Lors has had some uh, musical chairs, so to speak. And and I, I don't know many people that would put Ray Simone in the same sentence with the Leo Skenyon. So in some ways, how much do you think it is that, that Joe Sakachi, who is the new speaker now replacing Mattiello, sending a message that this that that's quite a feather in his cap for Joe Sakachi to have the likes of a Ray Simone as his, as his chief of staff. Well, John, think about it. You've covered this a long time. I mean, the, the speaker of the House of, you know, in Rhode Island's chief of staff tends to be, whether it's Leo Skenyon, uh, you know, before, going back, Frank Antavino, folks, I mean, this tends to be the, per, the person who is maybe the most political person in all of Rhode Island, right? They got, yep. you know, there was, we've always heard the stories about you know, people keeping lists of lawmakers they don't like in their jacket to, you know, be able to figure out ways to kind of, you know, uh, uh, pull one over on them, things like that. And that's not the reputation that that Ray, that, that Ray Simone has. So I think, uh, I think to some degree it is true. I mean, I, I think this is, uh, you know, Joshua Karchi's reputation, we've covered this a little bit, is uh, he's a guy who, who enjoys being liked by everybody. Now, being the speaker means automatically you're going to lose a lot of friends you know, you're going to make a lot of enemies over the course of time. But, you know, it, it is a little bit of signal, at least here at the beginning, that, you know, he wants to take this in a direction of maybe not being uh, as sort of ver- as overtly uh, political as it has been in the past. Now, again, that can change. Remember, you do what you do to keep your power, things like that. So, you know, I hate to say it's a dawn of a new day, but bringing in such a sort of credible, and steady hand. And like you said, I mean, it's interesting. You, you, you say, you know, a lot of people probably don't know who Ray Simone is. I think that's by design. Uh, whereas yeah. there are so many 
fans, you and I both know them out there or, or behind the scenes players who are dying to be, you know, talked about on the news and, and in the store, you know, in every story, that's the opposite of Ray Simone. And I think that's probably a good thing here at the beginning of a new session in the, in the legislature. And at the same time, sometimes the chief staff, you know, they can be in the middle of the storm. You know, when I, I don't remember who was chief of staff at John Harwood, but, you know, that wasn't easy. And then, you know, you're the chief of staff of Gordon Fox, and then suddenly there's a police raid up there. And then right. we've seen, you know, Skenyon and everything he's gone on. And sometimes you are required to fall on a, a hand grenade from time to time. But it's it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of moving pieces. But I think it does send a strong message with Joe Sakachi now. What's incredible, Dan McGowan, is because of the Reed news, it almost eclipses the other real Rhode Island news, which is Gina Watch. And <clears throat> as you have covered and written about, she is certainly, it would seem once again, some kind of a trial balloon for Commerce Secretary uh, with the Biden administration. But Dan McGowan, I just wonder, does the Georgia success, does that impact who who uh, vice president soon to be president-elect Biden could select because now if you control the Senate and then you get everybody pushed through, do you go for a more dramatic nominee? Well, it's a, it's a really good question. I was watching uh, CNN late last night uh, at the, as the Warnock result was coming in and they went to uh, that Jeff Zelaney who said, you know, he was covering the transition and he said, this means that there's a potential for, the Biden folks to maybe make a more aggressive push for Sally Yates to be the attorney general, which probably she yep. probably going to get confirmed with a Republican led Senate. So it, I think it does lead to the question of, you know, will there be a potential shakeup? I think the thing about commerce though, is I, I, I is one of those positions where you, you expect a moderate, you know, type person to be taking that job. I think this means for sure that that if Gina is nominated, uh, she's certainly not going to have, uh, you know, problems when it comes to, uh, you know, being confirmed. But my, my, she was probably, she probably had less of those problems anyway. She's a much more, um, you know, natural pick for a cabinet yes. position than, you know, if you're going in a far direction, if they, if suddenly they nominate AOC to be the commerce secretary, oh, you know, you have a, a different story. Gina Raimondo is not like that. I think she probably could have worked, uh, you know, at least some Republicans over to to be confirmed. But it does. It raises that question. I mean, the, the Biden uh, agenda for the next two years, again, assuming, you know, what we think happens, happens. Um, you know, I think it does shift tremendously. I mean, remember how much Barack Obama did with a Republican or with a, with, with a Democratic controlled House and Senate. And so you do wonder, I mean, is there a chance they want to go with someone that is more, uh, you know, controversial or something like that? There's always that chance, um, but it's still everything I'm seeing. You know, I, I sort of now feel comfortable uh, with the the you know with the national reporting that says that that Gina Raimondo is a leading candidate for this job. I think that is a real thing, um, sort of obvious to you, but it is. It sounds like that could very well happen. It's no done deal yet from everything I'm hearing, but it certainly appears as though she is a leading candidate. Dan McGowan, what do you make of these trial balloons? There's no other way to describe it. <clears throat> I think it is interesting. You know, you hear the term a lot, <clears throat> but I think this is a clear example. It's a way to kind of, um, you know, kind of vet someone, so to speak, a little bit. You float something out to the media. Axios was yep. the one this time. And then 
you see, let's see who comes forward to maybe raise some objections. And there's there's nothing, you know, there's nothing vest, you know, vested. There's you, you know, you don't have to take something back because it was just a trial balloon. But what do you make of this uh, latest, and who, where do you think it's being orchestrated? I from? certainly think it's coming from DC. I think people should know, and we again, you and I know this, and have talked about this. People really have to know. I know it's it's everybody's inclination locally to say, clearly the you know Gina PR machine is the the one that's driving this. Uh, that's not the case. I got to tell you, and I've written about this a ton. The the governor's team is largely in the dark on this. They are not, you know, it is yep. really hard for them. There are people who like the governor who want this to happen, of course, but that's different than, you know, being the source to say, yes, she's a leading candidate. That is not the case. That is absolutely, like you said, a trial balloon coming from the Biden side. And I think it's a smart play. Look, you, you've seen, you know, you've already seen the governor's name in a couple of different situations, Treasury Secretary, HHS, Transportation. And what you saw very quickly, even before she was, you know, uh, uh, even named in any of those positions were stories that were, you know, she's a union buster and she's this and she's that. You haven't seen that with this story. And I think it's because it's, like I said, I think it's a more natural fit for her. I have some sources in organized labor nationally that say there's not going to be a major push to block her, uh, you know, in, in this job. Now, if it were different, somebody laughed at me and said, you know, it's not like she's being named labor secretary, right? So it, it, this is right. one of those positions I think a lot of people will, would feel comfortable with, uh, with, with taking that job. And so, and look, there are a lot of people probably here that want her. They, you know, they want to see a change, whether it's because they like Dan McKay or because they just want to see a change generally in focus. So, um, you know, I, I think it's it, it, so far, if it is a trial balloon, it has, I think, worked very well for her because you haven't seen anybody come out you're not even seeing the some of the, the caucuses to say we need to put in an asian american or we need to put in somebody else you're not seeing a lot of that right now. um so i think she's got some momentum anything can happen but i think she got some momentum right now you know what's interesting dan mcgowan is a public figure gina gina Ramundo, i mean we could say this she runs a tight ship uh, you hear there's very few leaks, if any, that ever come out of her office. I think she's very disciplined, and I think she also understands it's a need-to-know right. basis, right? Like, why involve someone in a conversation where then if they right. don't need to know? And I think her, the people in her administration, they know that. Yeah. They respect that. She does not have um, a lot of loose lips around her, a right. lot of gossip to well, John- some other – Think about this. Have. I mean, if, if you're if you think about it to, to guys like you and I, you know, if I'm thinking about leaving the Boston Globe to go, you know, start my own business, I might come to you and say, John, what do you think? Does this work? Like, I trust you. Yep. If the New York Times is calling me, I'm probably not looking for your advice, right? Because you know, and, right. and I think it's a very similar thing for for the governor. I mean, yes, does she have people that she runs? You know, how do I get this bill passed by in Rhode Island? Of course she does. But those people are not the people telling her the pros and cons of becoming the the Commerce Secretary in the Biden administration, which is why, to your point, this is kind of need to know. I think it's very tight-lipped. I think, if anything, I would say the Chief of Staff, uh, David Ortiz, may be in the loop on this. but, But mostly, I think it's a family decision, to be honest with you. 
Yeah. And one last note on that is was your former colleague, Tennessee. He reported something I didn't know. And that is yeah. Sandra Whitehouse, wife of Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. His wife, she sits on some kind of transition board with that. So that's I think that's very interesting. I hadn't heard that. And uh, and that certainly, I think, would swing in the governor's favor. The governor enjoys a good relationship with our our Washington delegation. Folks, quick break. A lot more ahead. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DePito Show. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for Mega MEGA, Mega truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401 732 6562-401-732-6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. From winter to summer, the trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls to maintenance agreements to installation, R.E. Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562. It's Coogs. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And Dan, you broke a story on Sunday that I, I got to admit, I thought it was going <laughs> to have legs, go bigger as the week went on. But it was big for a period of time, at least on social media. What was unusual about it is 10 News Conference is I think it's the longest running television mm-hmm. local news program. And um, and and in and the, the norm today, they post their episodes online before then the year on television, I think. A lot of people watch it online as opposed to just watching it on television. But there was uh, an episode that uh, already started to build some buzz because some progressive members were discussed with the new incoming speaker. And uh, that was very unusual. The Channel 10 
made the decision to pull the episode. It was extremely unusual. You know, and there's one of the most unusual things in media that I've ever really covered, John, because the the, the gist of this is, is that, uh, and your listeners I'm sure know, but uh, uh, Noah Senti, the host of the show, has an interview with House and Senate leadership in both interviews because he did them separately with House and then the Senate side. You know, he asks about the progressives and he brings up in both inter- in both interviews, he brings up this picture of the, the new senator elect, well, three new lawmakers, but specifically Tiara Mack, a Providence Democrat, and describe the picture, the, the women in the picture as fierce looking, um, and, you know, and said so they had a fierce pose. And that, of course, led to a lot of, and certainly the, the progressives to suggest that it was racist or it was, you know, uh, you know, some sort of scandal that, that this was happening. And, you know, look, I, I think you've been through, you've been in media a long time. You've been through this more than anybody, John. You know when somebody, yes. you know, you know when, when something is going to take yeah. off online. You always kind of wait to see how it plays, you know, with your, with your company or, or whatever. And in this case, uh, very clearly, WJR said, oh, we got a problem. They pulled the interview down. They issued a statement to me late Saturday night, I believe it was, to say, you know, we think there has to be more reporting done and it'll be re-aired next week. Now, I worked for the other guys, Channel 12, for a long time. There was never a time yep. in the six years that I worked there, and I can't remember a time ever before that either, where how an interview was pulled offline and then, uh, you know, uh, Ted Nisi or Tim White were told, you got to do a little more reporting. I mean, this is a public affairs show. Um, and yeah. you know, I think that the challenge is, you and I texted a lot behind the scenes on this. Look, you know, and Gene said, Gene Vallis said, he said this, I think on his radio show, you know, essentially he went back, listened to it. He, he thought he was, he, he recognizes he was probably dismissive. He did apologize. But the bigger chat or problem here potentially is, you know, the, the, the JAR decision to kind of pull it offline. I mean, if, if you're pulling something offline, I mean, did they, I, what I don't know is did they address it publicly other than to issue a statement to me, you know, how are they going to handle it when they re-air the show? Uh, it, it's a very strange decision. I mean, I got to tell you, and I, I haven't talked directly to Gene, but anytime a news outlet decides to kind of pull your story, I mean, I can remember times where Channel 12 would, you know, we would change our website over and you would lose content and I would be ballistic about it. Right? Uh, and so yes. things like that, I, it's a rare thing. I mean, it clearly kind of gave in to some progressives. The, the challenge that you have in the media, again, you know this anybody is, it, it, there's no way to win here, right? Because the the, the even no. oh, Gene was graceful. I thought he, you know, he apologized publicly on air, did on his radio show again, uh, but it, it it almost never becomes good enough, and so you wonder what this is going to mean going forward. I also use the word unusual. I, That's I, right. The better word is unprecedented. I mean, I can't come up with another time it's ever happened. If and, and as I had said, and I know Gene, and I've worked with Gene, and I like Gene, I think he was in a tough spot. Um, <clears throat> context is everything. It was the, the phrasing along with the photo. It wasn't as if he just said, look at this photo. They look, That's right. you know, this is a fierce pose. The wording with it was, we're not coming to the table. We're bringing the table. Like, we're going to go into the state house very aggressive. But if, if, um, if a guest had said something that was very 
provocative in some way or or very whatever. It's going to draw a lot of buzz. There's no way they would pull it. Highly unusual, as, as I say, right. un, well, unprecedented that something said by the host when it when it wasn't as if. Let's think when a story in our business is pulled. Most of the time, it's because it's right. inaccurate information, not because there was some. That's right, and we should be very that. clear. I mean, the, the funny thing about this is, is in the bubble, <clears throat> this is such a big deal, and it was this massive story on Saturday and Sunday, and you know, a little bit of Monday. Yes. The truth is, because look, people don't really watch the public affairs shows with any of them, even the ones that, I, that I've been on. Like, it's not, a, it's not like they're highly rated shows, and so I think the average person had no idea. Uh, you know, what was happening after I reported, I got a dozen emails saying, I don't understand, like, where was this? Where did it air? Things like that. Um, and so this was very right. clearly a, you know, just a reaction to what was happening on, on social media. You do wonder, you know, you're in a tough spot if you're WJR. You already have, whether it's fair or unfair, the kind of the branding that Sinclair television is conservative. So you wonder, do you have to kind of Yes. Uh, almost be more sensitive than a Channel 12 would, would do. At the same time, look, and again, I like Gene as well. It's it's a weird spot for him, right? He's the host. You would never hear Tim White necessarily describe, you know, a, a picture in that way. And so it, it's a weird spot where he gets to be commentator and he gets to be moderator. And I think he does a good job of it. But this is one of those times where it almost, you know, he, he almost was too much uh, a commentator and not enough moderator. He uh, he addressed it. I thought very well. He had Tiara Mac on. She yep. she did agree to go on with him, and then she did seemingly accept. You know the the conversation. I guess they he had around in the past. One thing I'd say about it though, and again, folks, we're with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. See, to me, a big lesson here, and Gene won't admit this, but as someone that covers the media, to me, you walk away from this situation where there was a big uproar, and, and online, the comments was, it's racist, it's misogynist, here we go, is these white males, and they're talking about them. The, the, I think the attitude you come away is, we're not doing any stories about the progressives. Because, and she even said in one quote, unless it's positive coverage, she sees no reason why there should be anything other than <laughs> anyone celebrating the fact they've had these historic wins. That That's... If you have someone that says I shouldn't be discussed, and if I am, it should only be in a positive light, what they may not realize is the end result is you don't That's get right. you don't get coverage. It's not worth well, it. Well, it does. You, you nailed that. And look, right? the it's no secret the way, especially television, but print is like this too. You know, the way all of us kind of do handle our business when it comes to you know a story. You got the story of the day, and it's maybe let's say a progress. You know, it's legalized marijuana. Let's say. And you're going down the list of who, who's going to be the best quote and who's going to give the most interesting thing to say. And you say, boy, you know, the progressives, uh, they might call this racist or whatever. That's really interesting. But do you really want to, you know, what if, what if they come across looking bad? What if, uh, you know, and you, you do, you really yes. do, uh, you know, probably rethink, even if it's not, it's not like a policy, right? It won't be on the newsroom, you know, uh, whiteboard. But it, it does happen. No, and I'll say the other no. thing, John. And right. this is, this, I saw this happen a handful, maybe less than a handful of times at Channel 12, where uh, a controversial decision gets made internally. You tell a story. You know, once in a while, you, you either retract or have to issue some sort of correction. And look, news 
teams are like professional sports teams. When management has one opinion and the rank and file has another, yeah. uh, it causes real tension in the room. And I, I think people don't realize this. Gene is pretty well liked in that in that place. Uh, you know, it's it's not like he's the big yes. big that that you know is bigger than everybody else. And I think a lot of folks are uh, are concerned about sort of the precedent that got set here. From um, just from a talk radio standpoint, what I also find interesting is during the course of the summer, I often thought that sometimes some of the news media, television stations specifically, would be hesitant to show the protesters in a negative light for fear that. Hey, who wants suddenly yeah. a protest outside your studio? No one wants anything like that. But I also kind of laugh because now this is ideally Huge, this is right. a talk radio topic, right? I mean, you could play it. One person could say, hey, I don't think there's anything wrong. I don't think James said anything wrong. Another person could say, oh, he shouldn't have said that. And I, I happen to have heard, you know, email goes through the building. <laughs> this is not to be discussed on the, on the radio. It's like, what are you talking about? You have a, your own story that you have. But anyhow, all right, folks, quick break. A uh, few um, more with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DePietro show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508 336 7801. MEGA, M E G A, professionals, 508 336 7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401 321 or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This winter, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Make Henry Oil, make the switch. Make Henry Oil your reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery company. 401-521-0200. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil Diesel, gasoline, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Remember, with Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Check out their website, henryoil.com, or call them today, 
521-0200. Henry Oil. Since 1947, they have a great family history, and they are just terrific. You can depend on Carmine and Lori and the great folks at Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Check them out online at henryoil.com. Residential and commercial fuel oil delivery, service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery serving most of rhode island and southeastern mass it's henry oil call them 401-521-0200 this winter i'm asking you to switch to henry oil online at henryoil.com we're speaking with dan mcgowan of the boston globe uh, dan also the boston globe has um that's a great story about bob burke who uh boy he is a real restaurateur I've known him for a very long time. Potiphar is uh, just so such a uh, incredible French restaurant, and that's a, a really great story. That yeah, you they, it's a, on you know, Bob, Bob it's funny. I go all the way back to my original job in media here was at Go Local Prov, and it was in a Bob Burke building. <laughs> and so I, I've known Bob a really long time, and uh, yeah, we we had a great uh, uh, freelance piece basically on on the work that he's doing to try to get recognized and, and actually bring in some prize money for kind of trying to reinvent the place uh, in a post world. Uh, and look, Bob Burke is a staple. I think in Rhode Island, in the Rhode Island sort of restaurant industry, uh, is doing incredibly well. So people yes. are really responding to it. And uh, I'm really glad to see that they've been able to survive because, you know, again, you think of, you think of the restaurants in, in our state and you, of course, think of, you know, going to Federal Hill or you think going down Newport. Um, you don't always immediately think of Bob Berg, but that restaurant, Potafu, is is just uh, it's a real kind of special place that uh, a lot of people have really great stories about. Right. You you know, I, I think my partner's family, uh, mom and dad were uh, were engaged to be married there. So. You know, uh, lots, of, uh, oh, lots wow. of things like that. You hear that story a lot. So I'm, I'm glad to see Bob Burke getting uh, national attention, quite frankly. And also in the Rhode Island version or edition, I should say, section of the Boston Globe. Boy, the Rhode Island, I know a guy. Not only does it come through if you're trying to get a low digit plate. But how about a man? The story <laughs> Hunter tried to cut the line to get the vaccine. <laughs> the ultimate, the ultimate I know, guy. I know a like guy. The, you know, you, you always expect this uh, out of Rhode Island. I suppose it was only a matter of time. Uh, the good news is to the for the the rollout of this vaccine, which has not been good. It's not been good nationally, uh, and it's been particularly poor here in Rhode Island. The good news is they did catch this for the most part. But they say hundreds of people, man, yeah. there hundreds of people tried to kind of cut the line. Uh, I guess that's a different problem than people being too concerned or scared to to get the vaccine. <laughs> Boy, it's one thing trying to get a quick table at the Oaks on a Saturday night, but it's completely different when it comes to that. Folks, each day I start with uh, getting a free email uh, roadmap of, of, from Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Has everything that you need. Yeah, thanks, the latest Dan. I mean, info. It, Dan, how it, can other people get it? Today is a really good example. You and I talk on a Wednesday and uh, you know, a lot of people woke up this morning for really the first time thinking, wow, Jack Reed, the, the Georgia Senate races mean a lot for Jack Reed. And that's because it's in roadmap this morning. It's not anywhere else printed or anything like that. And so uh, very simply, it's free. So it's the best thing. comes every weekday, uh, comes before 8 a.m. every weekday. Uh, and if you send me a blank email to 
rinews at globe.com, rinews at globe.com. You'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning. In addition to, you know, the, the original reporting, you're going to get all of our stories, the great story about Bob Burke. Uh, and you get the rundown happening we got a big certification situation happening in war in, in washington we you know the house and the senate are, are ramping back up so you get a kind of a good daily rundown it takes five minutes to read it's completely free so rinews at globe.com and you'll start getting it first thing tomorrow and there's one more story i want to mention amanda has it um and i had chief votes on yesterday when soccer man charged with threatening mayor police seized guns and ammunition this was an incredible standoff Right before Christmas, uh, right outside the man's home, Michael Roy in Woonsocket. And uh, it's very dramatic reading of how they got him. So, Dan McGowan, great Thanks job. Thanks so much. Have a good we'll, one. Uh, talk to you again and stay safe. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401 272 3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, Third-party brokerage for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, 
The easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at depetro.com.